This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. I'm trying to be as happy as possible, but today is a sad day, Michael, because today is the last day of our regular podcast that we've been doing for 400, and today is the 450th episode of the Q&A podcast for Village Church. A lot of podcasts. It is a lot of podcasts. It's a lot of time in the studio with you, and uh, I've really appreciated, loved our time of interaction. And listeners, we hope you feel the same way. I think you still like me. I love you, buddy. I love you too. Yeah, it's great. So here is our question for today for our last Q&A of what we have been doing for the Q&A podcast. Again, listeners, we will be coming back in September with a little bit of different format. We'd love to hear your feedback. But until then, here's the question. You have 30 minutes of a one-on-one time with the Pope. What do you talk about? What say you, Michael Fueling? I wish we were talking about the last Pope <laughs> because that's the Pope I want to talk yes, to. Yes, I would have loved to talk to the last right. one. This one I'm not sure about. So I'm going to, it's the 450th episode. Put all my cards on the table. Why not? <laughs> so if you're Catholic and you're listening, I love you. Absolutely. If I met the Pope, I'd give him a big hug. You know, uh, I have no personal like animosity. I'm not like the, Pope's the Antichrist kind no, of guy. No, I'm not either. So as I say this, uh, I don't mean any offense to anybody. Before he became the Pope, before the political maneuvering and posturing, genuinely is a man who's filled with compassion. Mm. You can't for that many decades devote your life to the poor and give up as much as a priest, bishop, cardinal right. has given up mm-hmm. to for a game. So... It'd be one thing if he was maybe just a, a scholar who sat there and, you know, whatever, but he literally devoted his life to some of the poorest people. And so I appreciate yeah, that, right. you know, and, um, and I appreciate his compassion and I have no, I don't think that's fake any, by mm-hmm. any stretch of the imagination. Um, but what he appears to be is just a liberal mouthpiece. That's yeah. it. Just regurgitating liberal agendas, mm-hmm. et cetera. And what I have found, generally speaking, is that in this culture, um, there is they're they're coming from such a different view of reality that is that is backwards to me. Yeah. So inoffensive and again not not in a way that would make me not want to be around them. I don't need a safe place or safe space from them. I just the things they want to tell my kids, I'm just like I'm yeah. that's offensive to me, but yeah. I could go up to him and say, let's talk about the Bible, but the Bible doesn't really seem to be an authority for it him. It doesn't seem to be an authority. To he him. likes Jesus's words, don't get me wrong. Yeah. He seems to not be consistent with Catholic doctrine on issues of homosexuality right. and marriage yeah. and abortion and all these other issues. And so it'd be hard for me to talk to this Pope because I don't sense that he is actually faithful to the historic Orthodox teachings of the Catholic Church. Right. It almost feels like he's an in-between Pope who's trying to soften the ground uh, and making way for another Pope who would full on take the Catholic church in a very liberal yeah, direction. Take it further yeah. to the left. I, I almost feel like he's smart enough to know that he's never going to change the Catholic church, but he needs to be able to create a bridge for mm. the person mm. who can come and do that. Right. And so, um, I, on the one hand, I, I I'm not going to doubt the man's integrity or the man's compassion or the legitimacy and the sincerity of his, of his empathy and what he does. I think those are great. Um, I just don't know that I could have a conversation. Now, now, Pope Francis, I'd love to sit down with him and just say, 
Um, Pope Francis, can we please just talk about Mariology a little yeah, bit? I would right. love to talk about that. I'd love to. I'd love to hear Pope Francis talk about. Um, Martin Luther's 95 Theses. Martin Luther made some really interesting accusations against against the Pope. Yeah. If you have the authority to release, this is my summation of it, to re, of one of the theses, to release all souls from purgatory, then why not just why not use it, it and do it? Works-based salvation, right? Does this not make God a moral monster? And is it not inconsistent with so much of Scripture? And are you really going to base all of your view on works-based salvation on James 2, which is already ethereal and on tradition, which contradicts right. Galatians and, you know, uh, the council of Trent, um, let anybody who says that one is justified by faith alone and not by works be anathema. Like, mm-hmm. can you just go mm-hmm. back? I know it's the 16th century, you know, Pope Francis, I get that because literally Paul said the exact opposite Yeah, that you are justified by faith, not by works. And anybody who says otherwise is basically anathema. Like, it's like, why would you take scripture, say the opposite and then curse the, you basically curse the authors of scripture. Right. I would love if we could have 30 minutes and let's say I gave him a truth serum. <laughs> that, that would be like what I probably what I would ask the Pope is this. All right. I read this book called the vault. This is basically about the vault in the Vatican, all okay. this art and whatnot, you know, tell me the truth about the secrets of history. Are there uh, any secrets that the Catholic church is holding on to about uh, the last 2000 years of history that you've kept close to your chest, you know, like, are there any like secret manuals that you hand <laughs> off from one generation of popes that only the popes only know? The popes see, yeah. Because there's so this whole, the pope's book. Yeah. There's like, like a the conspiracy. Yeah. Totally. There's a conspiracy <laughs> theory around how much, because if you think about it for like a thousand plus years, the Roman Catholic church controlled much of the much modern of, world, yeah, much of Europe and, yeah, and the papal authority was unbelievable. We'd sure. be fools to think that they did not know a lot. And this information yep. has not been preserved and handed down. So I would love access for 30 minutes to his mind and just say, mm-hmm. tell me all the things that nobody knows about and no one's supposed to know about, about the history of the world <laughs> over the last 2000 years. That to me would be, I'd want to know how much money are you really worth as a Catholic church? When you look at all the art in your vaults, like what's it really worth? Yes. So there's a bunch of stuff like that that I love to talk to him about. But the, the current Pope, you know yeah. what I would do? I would probably sit down with this Pope and I would just say, tell me some stories. Yeah. Tell me about what motivates you to be so compassionate. Mm-hmm. I would love to know about that. I have no expectation that any conversation I'm going to have with this Pope, there's no question I could ask him that would make him conservative. Yeah, it changes theology. Or that would it's make not, him a Catholic, yeah, yeah. historically, you know? No. I would have a strong hunch he's a universalist, pro-gay marriage, pro-homosexuality, sure pro-LGBTQ, pro-choice. I would have, I, I have no basis to think that he's not full-on liberal, as we were called, socially liberal in America. And uh, he sees himself as a bridge to whatever next Pope's coming. Yeah. Well, listeners, we hope that you've enjoyed our 450 episodes at this Q&A podcast. We are glad that you joined us. Please don't neglect us. Please come back in September when we do this all again in a little bit of a different way. Yep. We got a, uh, a podcast, a Vilcher's podcast Facebook page. Yeah. And uh, all of our new initiatives and different podcasts are being promoted on there. And you can get more information um, on that page. Also, if you want to um, check back into this podcast, we Please might don't drop unsubscribe. a few little special foreshadows of some stuff coming. Or we may not. You never know. We, we won't might commit do. to anything other than coming back in September with a new format. So we love you guys and appreciate everything you've done. And uh, Tim, thanks for putting up with me. And I want to give up with as me. a final shout out our producer, Dan Luters. Dan, who, big Dan. 
has listened not just to the 450 episodes, but to all of our discourse in between and, uh, and all our mistakes. And then he and has to listen to it good. again as he edits. Anyways, Dan, you're amazing. Love <laughs> Thanks, you, bro. Dan. Appreciate it. And we'll see you guys in September. Love you guys. Now I'd like to say a few words. Hello. I must be going. I cannot stay. I came to say I must be going. I'm glad I came, but just the same, I must be going. La la. For my sake, you must stay. If you should go away, you'd spoil this party. I am through I'll stay a week or two. I'll stay the summer through. But I am telling you, I must be.